Queen Buddies, welcome to the podcast. I'm probably going to say that again because I think I start chapter one with it, but um, I just wanted to do an introduction before I get started. This is me now having finished the book for a second time, having finished all of the recordings for you guys. The baby does cry in this one, and I'm so sorry in this chapter one. Um, I just decided to, um, I just really wanted to do it in these first few chapters that I did. I was really... Um, wanting to get this out to you guys as soon as I could, and um, I just grabbed any moment that I could to record, so um, I'm really sorry for that, but I just wanted to talk a little bit and make sure that this stuff is very clear, and I may repeat this in the first part of chapter one. If I do, I really apologize. I actually had started with an intro, but I think she, the intro was so bad with her fussing and crying that I just skipped it all together, um, but I do think there is some crying in this one as well. Um, and maybe some of the other chapters, but most of these I have done, um, without the baby being around. So anyway, um, it is imperative that you read the book and I would suggest, um, trying to get a feel for it yourself. Um, and all the details really are going to be in the, um, info. I'll put that in each one. Uh, for the most part, I've done one chapter at a time, but there are a few places where I've combined chapters for different reasons. Um, one being in the middle with some really short chapters and then the very end because they all kind of flow together the way that they do. Um, but, um, it really is important that you read the book and that you read it in order. I don't really know if, like, I don't know how I would suggest to you if I would suggest that you read the chapters first and then listen to my uh, recording, or if you would listen to my recording first and then read the chapter. I personally think it would be best to read the chapter and then listen, but um, in some cases where I've combined them, although it will be obvious that I've combined them because it will be listed in the, in the heading, um, because there are some places where I feel like my points are kind of important to read almost before, but then there's so much I leave out that I'm afraid if you listen to my recording first, you wouldn't read the chapter. And it really is imperative that you read the chapters because the information that they give you in the chapter is so um, repetitive for a reason. There's a reason behind everything they do, behind exactly why they say it the way they say it. It is going to seem repetitive and it's for a reason. And I didn't get that until I read it through the second time. Um, be very patient. You may come to a point where you feel like you've got it and you know it and you know what to do. But I really caution you here because that was my mistake and downfall the first time was getting impatient, um, not following the rules, especially with, um, I did not, uh, I changed my use before I was supposed to. Um, although I did it because I thought that's what they were telling me to do. If it is not a specific instruction about changing your use, do not change your use. The most important instruction for changing your use will be number 19, which is the last um, instruction they actually give in the text part of the book. There is a number 20, which I'll go over in the rules. And the book does cover it, but um, they don't say it as a rule for some reason, but it is listed in the rules. Um, and I, I'm not telling you to skip ahead for that. I'm just letting you know that the thing you're going to think you're supposed to do over and over you don't actually do till number 19. So be very careful. There is actually a point where they tell you to delete some apps earlier, but they're apps that you don't use at all. They're just junk on your phone that you're not even opening or using anymore. 
So there is a difference. And I think maybe I read that and thought I was supposed to do it then. I don't know. But um, don't actually do it until they give you the direction. So the list that they'll have you making, um, you will do something with that list with the 19th instruction. And I say that because on my second time reading the book, there was another instruction. Um, I think it's number 10 where I thought they were telling me again to do what you're supposed to wait for. So anyway, you'll also get to a point in the book where you'll pretty much know everything you need to know, but there's still a few more things and they will even say like, you're almost ready. And they'll say some things like, um, Oh, what is it? Like, at this point, you may be ready, you may be chomping at the bit, but there's still a little bit more. Or you may be uncertain, but don't worry if you're uncertain because there's still some things we have left to cover. That's not a point to start speed reading. Um, you really need to read through carefully. There's several checkpoints. If you're reading a chapter and listening, there's several places where I make very clear the checkpoints. And if you don't understand things, to go back and read. That was another thing that I really didn't do. Um, being nervous about things and being like, not sure, like, how is this going to work? Is it really going to be as easy as they're saying that kind of stuff is normal? So don't freak out about those kind of feelings. Just know that, um, that yes, when you get to that point, it really is that easy and it really is that simple and, and the desire really does go away completely if you've understood and followed the steps and, um, done everything you're supposed to do. So, um, this was really quite the journey for me. I really feel like I have it this time. I don't think I'm going to have any more problems. Um, I've, I finished completely yesterday. Um, there's still a few more little things that I have to do, but I mean, there's things you're supposed to do over time. Um, so anyway, I, um, I really suggest that you, uh, find a groove with it. Um, you can maybe even use it as recaps, like after you've read, you know, chapters one through five, maybe listen to those episodes. Um, I've tried to keep them pretty short. Um, I think chapter 11 is probably one of the longest ones. It's the only one that I redid because I felt the first time I didn't do it justice. Um, the last really important last few chapters is only 20 minutes. So, um, but I did want to do this little introduction thing because it's really important that you read the book. If you don't read the book, it's not going to work. The instructions have to be followed in order. Um, although I will say, like some of the instructions, you may read the chapter. Don't think you have to stop and do it right that second. You can kind of like, you know, read it. And then before you move on, do this and that. Um, the only places I would say to actually stop, there's, and there's some like homework there's homework in the book, kind of, but they don't really state it like that. They just kind of suggest things. I really more spell it out as homework. Um, I tell you about getting a couple sheets of paper and writing this down. Before you start, I really suggest that you do keep a notebook. There's a couple places towards the end where it'll say, like, when you feel this, tell yourself this. And it's like in quotes, like things like, yippee, I'm happy digital user. I don't suffer that. Like, write that stuff down because you can go back and use it. Um... You want to keep a list of um, sorting your apps, which it tells you to do. It tells you to think about what a happy digital user looks like and how you want to feel. And I suggest you write that stuff down. So I would keep like a little notebook for this. I would have the rules written down in the notebook. Um, maybe just as you go. 
So, okay, those are all the tips I can give you before you get started, and um, this should go right into chapter one. Hello, cleaning buddies. This is Jen Lynn. Welcome to the podcast. I'm hoping that this, you cannot hear too much in the background. The song that my daughter's listening to um, is the only thing that keeps her happy. But anyway, this is going to be chapter one of the smartphone dumb phone book. Um, I may add the intro, but I realized going through the intro a minute ago that it actually is pretty much all repeated information. And uh, then I realized that it got added to my last thing that I was supposed to post, which is not where it's supposed to be. So anyway, the book we're talking about, of course, is Smartphone Dumb Phone, Free Yourself from Digital Addiction by Alan Carr and John Dicey. One thing you have to know is that you must read the book in its entirety. You must follow the directions in order and you must really understand them and agree with them and get them before you move on. That's a very important part of this whole program. It's the part where I screwed up. So I'll be adding some of my stories, of course, in there with that. Um, And we're talking about digital addiction. So people that are constantly using apps on their phone, social media, or um, online gaming. Although I'm not going to really cover the online gaming part or just games in general. Like I'm not going to cover that as much because I don't have a lot of experience with that. So um, there will be times when I say stuff like the book goes into more detail about whatever If you're not reading the book, you really shouldn't be listening to this because this is not going to help you by itself. You've got to read the book. Everything is written a specific way and I'm going to be skipping over like really big examples, especially, I don't know if it's this chapter, but hopefully I put a little aside where I think it may be chapter three. Um, But there's something that like I'm not even really going to mention. You have to have read the chapter. So please do not listen to this before you've read the first chapter. Um, Really get the book and read it. Um, some of this stuff I'm paraphrasing, some of it I'm putting in my, some of it I'm copying almost directly. Um, I can't really tell you when I'm doing what, cause I didn't put quotes around stuff. So, um, but I don't own the rights to this. This is for a book club type format and you have to have a copy to be listening to this. So, um, all right, let's get into it. Chapter one. So it's talking about, um, when you kind of know that you have a problem is whenever, um, like if you have to put your phone up for some reason, you don't enjoy yourself. So like if you're going out to dinner with friends and you have to put your phone away because you know, you're kind of annoying everyone. Um, or rather you should be putting it away, but you're not. Um, then that's definitely a sign that you have a problem. Um, and they of course go into more detail with that. Um, another thing that you should know is that apps are actually designed to hook you. So that's part of the way the whole thing is set up. Um, because the more you're on the app, the more information they're getting and the more they can use that to sell things to you. So they're basically making money from your data. And the funny thing is from the time I started writing this and reading the book again and writing this, I actually, um, watched a clip from Joe Rogan's podcast and there was a guy on talking about exactly that. Basically, like, people had no idea they're giving up such valuable information for these free, junky apps. Um, And you may not think that you are, but if you're using the app, that in itself is giving them data to use. So, um, if you use it for more time than you estimate, or, I'm sorry, you usually use it for more time than you estimate, 
when I um, estimated my time, I just estimated and then I turned to um, screen time. And when I looked at screen time, it was double what I thought I used. Um, so, sorry, baby girl is going around in her walker right now. That's why I had to have the little thing going. Um, all right, so here's a tip. So throughout this, I will be giving some tips and like different, like this should really stand out to you. Um, when you think, let me just remember this book rather than reaching for your phone. So like, let me just look this up. Let me just, um, take a picture of that. Let me just, whatever, order this, buy this, whatever. Try to think about this book rather than your phone. I don't know why that's so early in chapter one, but it's something that I, um, like once you have read the book and come back maybe and read this or listen to this, it'll make more sense. Um, up to half the population is actually addicted to something, and most of those addictions are behavioral. Um, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, I think I have her happy for a minute, so you might start hearing me talking funny, like I'm smiling at something because I'm trying to kind of play with her. Um, okay, so digital addiction involves excessive or compulsive use of devices causing physical and mental suffering for the addict and for their loved ones. And that's the part that we often forget is that there's other people involved in this. It's not just us. So they feel, um, snubbed or, you know, so eventually you get, you actually get no pleasure from it, but you feel powerless to stop it. Um, but that is not true. You're not powerless to stop it. And that's the thing about this is like, it feels that way. And you've actually kind of been convinced that it is that way, but that is not true. So the book will take care of that and tell you all the things you need to know. Um, the first step is to identify, um, useful technology and use it appropriately, but we're not really going to get into the, um, doing stage of that until chapter five, which is the one that I just finished. Um, and I'm kind of glad now that I stopped there because I can tell you that that will start happening in chapter five. That's the first time that we'll actually write down some things and start determining the difference between apps, um, which is good apps and junk apps and all that. Um, so there's this illusion that you have, I gotta see what happened. What happened? What happened? Okay. She was fine. I think she just, sometimes certain songs make her cry. Or she bit herself. One of those two things happened. And she might have bit herself because she's been actually... Her teeth are getting really sharp because she's gritting them for some reason. I'm trying to give her lots of toys to play with. Okay. Anyway. Um, thank goodness I have this stuff written down, right? So there's um, an illusion. And we'll cover this multiple times. But um, the illusion is that the use of your phone and doing what you're doing on it actually provides you with genuine pleasure. Um, but what you find is the more that you use it, the worse you feel. And there's reasons for all of this and this will all be explained. And that's, this is just kind of like introducing you to a lot of these concepts for the first time in chapter one. So like sometimes I would be like, when I was taking notes for this, I'd be like, okay, so I start writing it down. Like they're going to start telling you right then what's what you do, but they don't do it that way. They have a different way. And I promise everything in their method is set up the way it is for a reason. So, um, I feel like going through this book a second time is going to allow me to kind of give you guys some heads up and points and things that 
I messed up on the first time and I didn't quite, like I thought I had it, but I really didn't. So I'm going to go over all that too. Um, you have to acknowledge though that the problem is addiction. And even if you're kind of right now, you're like, I don't really think I'm addicted. It's okay. Just chill out on that right now. Just, this is just information at this point. We'll get to all of that. So, um, give me a second. She's dropped all of her stuff. So I'm trying to set it up so she can grab it in a minute when she decides she wants it again. And okay, you guys know my time is really hard to come by sometimes. So I'm trying to get this all done. Okay. Um, so you have to acknowledge the addiction, of course. Um, and the addiction is actually tied to negative emotions. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Goodness gracious. What's the matter? Every time you chew on your froggy, you get mad. (laughs) So the addiction, hey, is tied to negative emotions, which drive you to seek comfort wherever you think you can find it. And in this case, you think you're finding it with your phone. Um, But it's not done knowingly. So like you're not really thinking, oh, I'm having a negative emotion. I'm now driven to seek comfort in my phone. You're not thinking about that. So this is where we come from mindlessness to mindfulness. Um, that's kind of an important concept. So, um, so your addiction actually began with the first like comment or whatever. Um, it's like that first high. So like when they say about the first hit of a certain drug, um, that starts the chase of the addiction, the first high and it starts. Um, so there was a point when you were not addicted to your phone. That's kind of interesting to think about. And there's going to be a point when you're not again. Um, so simple truth here is the only way to quit is to stop feeding the monster and they will explain the monsters. I'm not exactly sure when, cause I'm already in chapter six and they haven't started talking about it yet. Um, but I know somewhere in there it is. Um, but here's another thing. Right now, you believe that stopping is hard. Um, So, when you believe that stopping is hard, you start losing hope. You lose sight of the obvious, and it all keeps you trapped. All of those things keep you trapped in this cycle of doing things. So, stopping really is not hard. Um, I'm telling you right now that you should have lots of hope because this book is going to do it for you. And... um, Losing sight of the obvious, it's okay if you've lost sight of the obvious because this book's going to explain everything to you. Um, And I know there's certain points in the book where it's like, you're going to find out. I'm going to tell you, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, when? But all the groundwork really is for a reason. And I wish I had paid more attention to it instead of skipping some of it so quickly um, to try to get through it. And it's funny. I think it's in the first part of chapter five where they're like, be patient. And it's so true. You have to be patient. And the first part of this book, I will tell you for me, felt like a beating. So yeah. Um, but it's not, it doesn't have to be. Okay. So taking control means that you're going to start using technology when and where you genuinely need or want to and stopping happily, no stress. When you're finished, you put it away and you don't even care. Um, I think they talk about genuine versus false needs and I'm going to cover that a lot more in chapter three or four. Um, basically though, think about how you pick up your phone. You put it down, you pick it up. You put it like you put it down to stop. 
Okay, guys, sorry if it's not one thing, it's another. Um, anyway, the way that you pick up your phone and put it down, pick it up, put it down, is the digital equivalent of a chain smoker. Um, just lighting one cigarette with the one they just finished smoking. So um, here are some steps that were just listed, and then I kind of thought I was really getting into something, and then I think they kind of stopped. But um, first thing says, let the secret out. Secrecy creates guilt and shame that pain proliferate and that pain, sorry, proliferates the problem. Um, acknowledge that you do have an addiction, or at least a problem for now, um, but it is an addiction. It really is. You'll see later. Um, believe that you can cure yourself. Take power from the addiction itself. Um, is it going to just leave overnight? Like, if you don't do anything else, no. It's not just going to go away sometime. But through reading this, this, the funny thing about that question is that if you do nothing, it's not just going to go away. It's going to keep affecting you. But if you read this book and finish this book and do the steps and follow the instructions, it really will just leave like that. It'll be like snapping your fingers, and you'll just be like, what? How did that happen? Um, but it really does. It's, it's kind of creepy. Um... And this last one says, um, break cycle of misery, keep an open mind. Okay. Yeah. So really to break the cycle of misery, you have to keep an open mind and this will go over much more in the next, another chapter. Um, be willing to accept truths that be willing to accept the fact that what you know, what you think you know about it, about it being hard, about it being, you know, all everything you think you know about it. Just keep an open mind that there may be another explanation um, because we're going to talk about the other explanation, um, but not for quite a few chapters, but really there is, and you have to be willing to, like what you think you know, be willing to question and challenge that. Are you sleepy? You laying your head down. Okay. Trying to give her a little attention so she will not like just freak out on me. Um, so you're not judged here, you know, reading this book, you're not being okay. Sorry. Trying to work some stuff out with my husband at Home Depot while I'm doing this at the same time. Um, anyway, so you are not judged. You certainly are not alone. Digital addiction is becoming a bigger problem. Um, and one thing is like a lot of people are really good at hiding it. So you may think that you're alone in this, but you really aren't. Let me go deal with her first. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to get her to like some stuff so that I can keep. If I don't do this now, it's never going to get done. I'm sorry for the crying, guys. Okay. Hey, play with those toys. You got lots of them now. Look at all your toys. Okay, I'm almost done. Um, one of their examples that they give. Let me see if I really am almost done. I'm going to start just talking real... Oh my gosh, I'm not even close to being done. Uh, oh, yes, I am, because chapter two is in here somewhere. Where did I put chapter two? Sorry, guys. Oh, there it is. Okay, so I'm not, we're not too far. Um, so anyway, what you're going to find is that this is actually kind of like the way they compare it a lot is like wearing tight shoes for the relief of taking them off. Um, 
So like, if you can imagine doing that, like when you have tight shoes on and taking them off, your feet feel way better. And I know that doesn't make sense right now, but it will. Um, so basically when you get on your phone, your phone is like the tight shoes. So you're using your phone for the relief of like not using your phone. (laughs) As crazy as that sounds, that is actually the true statement. Um, you think doing the thing makes you feel better, but it actually like, so I'm using my phone. I get off my phone. A little while later, I get on my phone again, and I feel better. But I feel better from, like, not, like, I haven't been using my phone. That's what I'm actually, the thing that's making me feel bad is the fact that I binged on it before. So I binged on it before, and I got off, and then I felt, like, crap about that. And then I get back on to relieve the feeling like crap, which was caused from the binging the first place. Okay. Um... Oh, I think I'm talking about that here. In actuality, the first time or the hits left you with an empty feeling. You do it again to relieve that feeling, but it just causes it to begin again. And the cycle continues. So your next phone binge does not make you feel better. Your last phone binge is why you feel like crap. Um, And this is the great illusion that they talk about over and over and over again. So I'll read that one more time because that makes it make a lot more sense. So you think doing the thing makes you feel better, but really the first time left you with an empty feeling. You do it again to relieve that feeling, but it just causes it to happen again. And then the cycle starts. So the next, your next phone binge does not make you feel better. Your last phone binge is why you feel like crap. And that is the great illusion. Um, so a phone use provided no genuine or provides no genuine pleasure or comfort, then stopping involves no sacrifice or deprivation. That's what they're going to convince you of. And I know you're probably not convinced yet. And you're probably definitely not convinced by me. But I promise by the end of the book, it will make sense if you follow it. Um, It may sound illogical now. That's okay. Keep reading. They will help unravel all the brainwashing and misconceptions. So here's the method. And it's not going to go into a lot of detail. And it may sound like I'm skipping around. Because I think this is one of those places I was talking about. But um, I'm going to try to give her something really quickly. That I think will work. Hey, look. You want to you wanna smash some bugs? She's going to be like, what? Um, oops, sorry, guys. Oh, I was doing the right thing. <sighs> so frustrating. Oops. I'm sorry, guys. I should have probably paused for a minute. But um, I'm trying to get something going for her so that she will be cool. Here, look. Look, look, look. Here's your bugs. Look, mash. Mash your bugs. Mash, mash, mash. Okay. And I feel terrible giving her device to keep her busy while we're talking. Um, But this is one of the reasons why I'm going through this again. Because she picks up my phone like it belongs to her. And I don't want her doing that. Um, All right. So the method. Um, It will not cause panic or pangs like losing your phone. You may have experienced in the past those like terror feelings. Um, And I can vouch for this fact. Like you really will not feel like... And here's the other thing. Reading this book the second time, a lot of those feelings as I was reading, like as I was reading the first time, I remember having a lot of anxiety and panicky feelings. But reading the book the second time, I didn't feel that way because I know how it feels to be off. Really, my reason for reading a second time was so I could figure out exactly where, exactly what part I messed up on. And I've already found it, at least one of the parts. And I will share that with you guys when I get there. 
smash them, smash them, mash the buds, smash them. Sorry, I sound like a crazy person. Um, you will find it painless and it is permanent if you follow the rules to the letter. I had to add that in there because you really do. I did not follow the rules. I said, well, I'm not going to follow this one. I have to follow the rules exactly or it does not work. Um, it does not require willpower. It really doesn't. And like really for the longest time, um, I had no problem. Like I was using my phone for other things, but I didn't get on Facebook or YouTube, which were my two big ones. I think that was my problem though, is I just focused on those two things because I thought that was the only problem. I did not do the app, the decision-making part of the apps, which I am going to do this time. I set it up today to do it. Um, it's something you start in at the end of chapter five and you continue through the end of the book. So you don't actually do anything with information. You just start compiling it. Um, but again, we'll get there. Um, the truth is that you have the power to overcome this with no pain or sacrifice. And I know that sounds crazy, especially if you've tried to quit before, but I promise you this really does work. And I wish I had followed my, um, I wish I had really thought about it and made sure that I had everything first, but I think going through this with you guys, one of the reasons I'm doing it, hopefully I can point those things out that I missed. Um, so this goes against conventional wisdom, conventional wisdom. Um, but how has conventional wisdom worked for you so far? Like how is thinking quitting be is hard and I'm being deprived and all that? Is that working for you? No. Or you wouldn't be reading this book or listening to this. Um, so I don't know why I have, I will. And then I, it says, um, focus on section about mental process or I will focus on a section about the mental process. Okay. I don't know. I'm actually going to go in the book. So I think what I had planned on doing when I first started, I'm trying to get away from this now, was um, actually going through and saying, like, okay, at this part, I'm going to talk about this. So I'm going to have to go in my book and find what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, because it looks like at some point I went into... Um, Sorry again. Okay. And this is almost the end. So I'm thinking this is probably not so far. I'm sorry, guys. I should have had this ready, but I didn't realize. Um, and really, like, kind of just looking through this, like, really quickly, I really did not tell you guys um there's a lot of stuff that you need to go back and read so you really cannot just read this um that's the secrecy thing um that's the tight shoes thing I'm sorry Okay, here's the conventional wisdom part. Um, okay, so it's talking about changing the way that you think about um, your devices and apps, um, enabling you to use them mindfully. Um, I already kind of said a lot about that stuff. Okay, this book. No processes to your. I feel slaves. Um, 
I said that I would focus on that. The mental process. Huh. So, all I can really think there is that the biggest part is is it does change your mind what you think about things. Um, I think I know what I was going to talk about. So, like, when I was going through this book the first time, I was like, but I don't want to be without YouTube, but I don't want to be without Facebook, but I want to use these things. It's like, I'm reading this book because I want to stop because I don't like the way my life is going, but I don't want to lose these things. Like, I'm so worried to lose these things. This will fix it. It really will. Like, even now, there's still stuff that my mind has still changed in certain ways. I don't even, as hard as I thought it was going to be at first, which it turned out to not be hard at all. Like, I have so much confidence this time in doing this because I know that it's not going to be difficult. Um, Okay, so the rest of chapter one discusses the book structure and a lot of reassurance. So, probably way more than I just gave you. So, definitely don't miss that part. Okay, the instructions. If you miss or fail to follow, it will not work. If you do it out of order, it will not work. Do not change your use yet. This is really important. I did not follow this one. Um... Oh, also about this time, it said something about Domino's offers. You don't really need Domino's offers popping up on your screen. Like that had just happened to me while this was going on. Um, Okay, so then at the end of this chapter, they give you the first two instructions. The first instruction is follow all instructions. It's very important. Seems stupid, but it really is important. The second instruction is don't let your device interrupt you while you're reading this book. If you're reading it on your phone, you got to figure out a way to make it to where it cannot give you notifications and stuff. Um, I would prefer, or I would suggest not reading it on there, but put your phone away. Don't let that happen to you. So far, the second reading, I have not let that happen to me. Um, I did the first time because I was like, I mean, come on. But really, don't change the way you use your phone in any of these chapters. Don't change anything that you do until they tell you to, and they will tell you at a certain point. So just use your phone the same way you've been using it. You just got to carve out some time to actually read. Okay, you don't need You don't need any of this stuff up here. You can have this bottle even though there's nothing in it. Okay, guys. So that is actually all that I have for chapter one. Thank goodness. And I will record chapter two as soon as I can. And hopefully next time the baby will be sleeping. So thanks for listening.